Growing With You in Christ. We're 99.5 WDCX-FM, WDCX-HD1, and AM970 WDCZ Buffalo. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, live from the WDCX studios, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, good morning to you this fine Saturday morning, July 13th. Mike, how are you, my friend? I am doing marvelous. Just excited you, with all that's going on in July here. My head's spinning. Your head's got to be spinning because we're doing so much. Oh, yes. But I tell you, there's nothing like summer in western New York. Oh, yes. Uh, southern Ontario, western New York. This is the place to be in July and August and September. And we can yeah. talk later about November and December. But, yeah. Uh, but you know, it, you get limited humidity. Then you get like a day like today, 70 five degrees low humidity and you just stretch out and breathe in that summer air it's it's the best place to be it, it really is well we're so excited to have you guys here today my name is steve tiber and uh, i'm here with mike fiella we uh, co-host this thing called hope reigns yes. and it's uh, a weekly broadcast brought to you by eight days of hope and some of our partners and sponsors and, and we just share some god side stories from from the mission field uh, eight Days of Hope, we travel around the world and we help people after disasters. Uh, we have a safe arm, a safe house for sex trafficking victims, arm of the ministry that we're just launching here in a couple weeks. Uh, we just left Arkansas, Mike. We were yeah, down in Arkansas response, with yeah. all the flooding. We were first in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And you've seen people who are, are served right after disaster. I know that you've been to some places. Yeah. What comes to your mind when you think about a family who, to no fault of their own, has um, a major disaster affect their house and volunteers show up? Well, there's two things that stir in your heart. You see the brokenness, and you're sad with them, but then you see a great measure of hope that just rises up and the grit of people that say, I'm going to survive this. And the combination of people from Eight Days of Hope coming, just wanting to love and serve and work. Now, I mean, how many times have we heard, oh, it was hot, I was tired, I got, it was muddy, but it was fun. And <laughs> that, that still blows me away hearing that statement. <laughs> Absolutely. But the, the, the folks are so receptive, not just because the work's being done, but there's people touching people's lives in Jesus' name. And it's the ministry that happens. I think yes. last, you know, I think it was maybe last weekend, we posted a picture of a volunteer. There were volunteers gutting a house that flooded in Pine Bluff. But one of our, our, our female volunteers, probably in her 40s or 50s, I'll guess young, because that's what you okay. do with women, right? With oh, ages. Don't, yeah. yeah. Um, but she, she just, she had the Bible open, and someone captured the picture of her just sharing oh. biblical truth wow. with a, a, the owner of the house who was so distraught that, you know, she just happened to be living in the wrong place. That's now, right. people don't realize around the country, let's go back to Harvey for a minute. Okay. Hurricane Harvey, 330,000 families' homes flooded. Unbelievable. 90% of them, Mike, 300,000 did not have flood insurance. Wow. Because it was a 1,000-year flood. Oh. So right now, if you're listening, ask yourself, do you have flood insurance? If you do, hats off to you. But things happen unexpectedly in the world. That's right. I mean, that's just the world we live in. And, and when the body of Christ shows up on a moment's notice when someone has nowhere to turn, the Holy Spirit that's moves. Right. You walk on these grounds, and you're into about conversation within two minutes i guarantee you there'll be tears there'll be hugs and prayers because people are just saying god answer my prayer or you're here i need help and they're not getting it any other you know any other way but 
And Mike, we are seven days away from an event right here in Buffalo called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo. And if you're listening today, you have today and tomorrow to volunteer. Already over 1,200 people are coming to Buffalo. 1,200? 1,200. Oh, my gosh. What are some of the states? How far? Yeah, so they're coming from California and Oregon. um, To Buffalo. Texas. Louisiana, uh, Tennessee, a lot from Kentucky and Ohio. Okay. Yeah, so there's some churches down there that that really follow Eight Days of Hope as we travel. So what we're doing here in Buffalo, it's a unique adventure. Uh, Every year for eight days right before Kingdom Bound, we're going to help in a district. There's nine districts in the city of Buffalo. Volunteers are coming from Canada. I think we have about 18 right now right. coming from Canada, which I absolutely love. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> love See, now it. you can sing it. I can't <laughs> sing it. But what we did is we worked with the inner city church, 15 churches in the university district. We asked them to find families in need, uh, veterans, elderly couples, uh, single moms, widows, and, and 50 families are going to get free home repairs. Incredible. Roofing and painting and carpentry, some concrete work. And um, then we had a lottery for the other 329 families that, that applied for assistance. Okay. And then we picked another 50. But 1,200 volunteers, it's free. We provide the food and lodging. Any age, it's a family-friendly ministry. We do have some special needs, though, Mike. Ooh, like? Like painters. Oh, so we have identified about 50 homes that need to okay. be painted on the outside. And we need scrapers. Do you uh, know how to scrape? Yeah, just get a, a butter knife. and No, I'm just kidding. Really, scraping, you, it's, it, that's probably the basic. It's not thing. hard. Really, it is it not really hard, right? isn't. You know, so we need people that scrape in the prime. And so this isn't the finished coat. Right. So, you know, I know my 14-year-old and 15-year-old daughter, they are pumped to prime some homes. Sure. And then we'll have some painters or semi-skilled painters come back and, and do the finished coats. But if you know how to paint... Uh, we need you. It's that simple. We need painters. Okay. So, you know, I know someone's out there listening right now. Oh, I can paint. I've never been on a missions trip. Why should they come, Mike? Well, I'll tell you, when you give, I was just thinking this when you were saying earlier, come to this because what's going to happen is you're going to be a receive a blessing. Mm. I went out and did some assessing, Steve, uh, as you know, and these homeowners are so pumped. We went to so many homes that – they are embracing us. They're hugging on us. They're yeah. loving on us. Uh, wait a minute. We're here to serve you. And they're just so appreciative. The reason you should come is that your life will be changed forever Amen. because you're giving. 45 churches in Western New York and Southern Ontario are sending volunteers. 45. Back. Our goal was 15. Once again, God says, Steve, <laughs> and I'll, I'll never forget, I shared with some of the leaders, man, I hope we get 15 churches involved. They're like, Steve, it's the first year. You know, lower the bar a little bit. No, maybe not, Steve. Oh, Raise my. the bar a lot a bit. So there's still time. Volunteer today or tomorrow. Uh, the cutoff okay. is tomorrow night at midnight. Uh, it's right. free. We're looking for semi-skilled volunteers at this point. Carpenters, roofers. We need some people that are not afraid to get on a roof. Okay. Uh, they're walkers. They're four, five, twelve pitch. So if you know how to lay shingles, you don't have to be the leader. You can be the second or third or fourth person on a roof. But we need some roofers as well. So the emphasis is painters, 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 painters. Yeah, yeah. painters and roofers. I think at this point, okay. those are the two needs. We have our plumbing needs met out. Uh, met Salino Plumbing, a local company, is going to send their crew for a couple Fantastic. days. Isn't that so great? So they just come out and they're going to donate time. Yes. And, oh, Niagara is... gutter. They're going to be doing that. Uh, there's a a uh, grade line uh, concrete out in Orchard Park, West Seneca. They're sending wow. a team to do some concrete work. I love it when the local uh, businesses get involved as Folks, well. Folks, you got to get involved with this. 
the Buffalo community is coming together. I love it. Oh, Isn't I can't it? Wait. I get goosebumps just, th- just oh, thinking about it. This is our city. Did you ever think, Steve? No. Did no, you ever no, think? Never, never. Oh, my. You know, 5,300 families around the country have seen Volunteers with AD's Hope. But this summer, July 19th to the 26th, just next week, we are going to get a chance to be the hands and feet of Jesus. More information, read the FAQs. Go to 8daysofhope.com, click on Volunteer Buffalo, read the FAQs, and you'll learn more. Hey, uh, Mike, I'm really excited about today's guest. We're going to take a break here in a minute. But John Darnell, who lives in Mississippi, Mm. he is the uh, interim CEO of Global Outreach. And uh, Global Outreach works with our 24 missionaries, me included, and and they help uh, missionaries um, raise the support, get the prayer coverage that they so need. But they have missionaries around the world, and John's going to be telling our listeners how they could become a missionary with an organization called Global Outreach. They've got an awesome program to take somebody that doesn't know anything about missions, get them established, how to raise funds, and how to work out the calling that they have in their life for missions. And I think they have missionaries like in 40 states. We're going to talk to John in a minute. Hey, good morning. We are so glad you're here. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiel here on Hope Rains. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We want to thank our partners. You know, if you come and volunteer for three days with Eight Days of Hope in Buffalo, we're going to give you a free day, one day, to go to Kingdom Bound. You go to Skillet for King and Country. Go hear David Crowder. Check out his beard. It's longer than ever. (laughs) Uh, But again, for more information, go to 8daysofhope.com. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiel, Hope Rains here on WDCX. Have you ever felt a kindred spirit with another person, church, or ministry? You know when there's that instant connection with their heart and values? Hey friends, this is Pete Jankowski, lead pastor of Life Church Buffalo. Like so many of you, we became super fans of Eight Days of Hope the moment we were introduced to them. I mean, how can you not? They make God's agenda number one which is to bring hope, love, and restoration to others. That totally resonates with the heart of Life Church. Maybe some of you have yet to make that kind of connection with a local church family. If so, then I'm here to give you a big invitation to check out Life Church this Sunday. Our desire is to make room for people at every stage of belief, to be a community that experiences God every time we're together, to grow our faith in accessible ways, and, like Eight Days of Hope, to devote ourselves to bring the hope and love of Jesus to our world so that those far from God may be brought closer to Him. For service times and information, head over to lifechurchbuffalo.com because everyone can get in on this. Kingdom Bound 2019, New York's largest Christian music festival is coming to Darien Lake Theme Park July 28th through the 31st for four amazing days. Experience the best in Christian music with For King and Country, Crowder, Bethel Music, Danny Gokey, Passion Music, and dozens more artists and speakers this summer at Kingdom Bound. Camp on grounds or commute each day and experience all the festival has to offer for the entire family. Find out more and register today at kingdombound.org. That's kingdombound.org. Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country loving and serving families by helping them rebuild their homes for free after a natural disaster. Now, Eight Days of Hope is launching a new initiative called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo. This eight-day outreach will be serving 100 families with the repairs of their homes in the University District in the city of Buffalo. From July 19th to July 26th, you'll have a chance to experience Eight Days of Hope with your friends and volunteers from around the country. Please go to 8daysofhope.com to learn more about this outreach. 8 Days of Hope is a family-friendly ministry. There'll be something for everyone to do. We need skilled volunteers who know how to paint, do carpentry work, roofing, flooring, plumbing, and electrical work as well. We'll also need less skilled volunteers to help with landscaping, cleanup, and with our feeding team. 
Eight Days of Hope Buffalo from July 19th to the 26th. Come and serve with us for at least three full days and enjoy a free day the following week at Kingdom Bound at Six Flags Darien Lake. Again, for more information, go to 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Well, back at you this fine Saturday morning. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiello here on Hope Reigns. Talking a little bit about 8 Days of Hope Buffalo, which is kicking off next week. Go to 8daysofhope.com. Check it out. Uh, the team just left Arkansas serving the flood victims. And now 100 families or more in Buffalo will be seeing the hands and feet of Jesus. Over, a, uh, You know what's so neat? Mike, when you yeah. look at those 45 churches that are sending volunteers, the different denominations that are coming together. They all, they all are. I mean, there is, Steve, I, I, can't, I don't have the words to say to see how this community, uh, whether the, the religious sector, the business sector, mm. that are, it's just coming together. It's a, it's a movement. It's God's hand bringing people together. So enough is enough. Buffalo's a great uh. place to serve. Go to our website and uh, watch that promo video, read the FAQs. Well, good morning to you. We are hoping you are having a fine Saturday morning. Our guest today is John Darnell. John Darnell is the uh, interim CEO with Global Outreach, not the Global Outreach in Western New York. They're a fine organization, but the Global Outreach organization down in Tupelo, Mississippi, actually outside called Ponotok. John, good morning. You there, my friend? Good morning, Steve. How are you, John? It's early for you this morning, isn't it? It is, it is, man. But it, hey, it's great to be with you. How um, how is uh, your bride and and your family? We're doing well. We had a um, a nice visit to uh, to my hometown over the past holiday, and um, it's been a really good time. So, well, why, well, man. why don't you give Mike and I and the listeners just a quick bio on your your family and um, maybe how you got involved in missions because. Um, this is an or, this is an organization, Global Outreach, that is making a worldwide difference w- through missionaries. But just give us a little bit of your background, John. Sure. So I was born and raised in Mississippi, and my wife and I met um, and talked for a couple of years as teachers. I was a high school Spanish teacher. She was an elementary teacher in North Mississippi. And we felt God leading us to go and serve as missionaries in Ecuador. So we joined Global Outreach through our church. We had a connection to other Global Outreach missionaries in Ecuador. Our church went on short-term teams to to work with them. So we went, uh, joined Global Outreach eight years ago and went on the field. So after five years on the field, we um, worked in youth leadership development, worked in an adventure camp that developed youth leaders from around South America and Central America. Uh, Global Outreach asked us to come to the home office to work in caring for missionaries um, and helping train and prepare and send missionaries. So that's a little bit about us. We have two daughters. Uh, one turns eight in, um, in a couple of days here, and one is five. So, so they uh, and, and and they are adorable, man. I tell you what, those girls they keep you hopping, don't they? Oh man, they do. They're a lot of fun. So, so John, let me ask you. You mentioned the thing, uh, caring for for missionaries. Obviously, you've been on the field, so you know firsthand what missionaries need. How, what are some of the needs, and how do you care for them? Yes, I, I think the biggest thing uh, for missionaries is having someone who's been there, who's yeah. experienced it. That's right. Now, you can imagine any of any of the support systems you have. Uh, whether it's your local church, you know, this, from the sermon on Sunday to the 
small group you're part of to just the community that lives around you, all that disappears overnight when you move onto the mission field. And, you know, you're going to the mission field because it's a, it's a dark place. It's, it's a place that hadn't heard of the gospel, so it's not like there's a thriving gospel community there to support you. And I think that was the biggest unanticipated challenge for me uh, as I moved onto the field was relearning how to depend on Christ and walk with him in, in a place where you don't really have a thriving church around you. So that would be one thing. And another thing would be um, families with kids. You know, it's one thing for an adult to make a decision to move around the world. It's another thing for a kid who has no voice, really, in that decision as much as the adult does as, a, as an 8-year-old, as an 11-year-old, a 13-year-old, you know, moving to, to China or moving to Ecuador. Um, and to be able to really help parents who didn't navigate that more than likely as a kid, um, helping parents walk with their children so that they can be healthy families um, on the field. How many uh, missionaries around the world and how many countries does Global Outreach work with, John? Yeah, so we have 280 and 48 countries. Wow. 280 and 48. Wow. How many of those countries have you been to? <laughs> you know, I was trying to count the other day. I need to keep a list somewhere. I'm, I think I'm around... Um, 18 or 19, I oh think. Oh, my gosh. Something like that. Neat. Um, now, when you travel around the world, does your wife go with you, or do you go by yourself? Do you take the family uh, as you go out and travel to uh, to see the missionaries in these countries? Yeah, so we, um, we have a couple of trips a year. Because our kids are little, we try to limit the amount of time that both of us travel together. But all of our, our parents are retired, and, and they come to Tupelo and keep the girls and keep oh, them in that's school. Nice. That's great. And probably one, one of the one of the best things we get to do together are member care retreats. So traveling and doing a creating a retreat setting at a at a resort essentially for missionaries who aren't known for taking time off and resting, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> making right. them come and do that. Preach so it, John. We, Preach it. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, I think you have a, you know, a sabbatical coming up soon. Yeah, I think the whole eight days old family. We we don't know balance, man. It's just wide just open. Go go uh, go go. Yeah. When when you do those retreats, uh, John, um, and, and and you come alongside the missionaries, what does that look like? What how how does that come about? What what is yeah. what is the 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 venue? What is the yeah? Sure. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So uh, an example could be uh, in in May of this year, we were in. Uh, Costa Rica with some of our missionaries from Central America. And we were at a resort called Punta Leona. It's a beach resort. It's an all-inclusive. We try to do all-inclusive just to make mm-hmm. the logistics of it easy where we have a meeting room and all the food's taken care of and everything. And we have uh, typically a church partner that comes alongside us and says, hey, nice. we want to go and care for the kids and invest in the kids so that the kids have their own specific special programming because they're unique and special and they deserve it. And we have something for the adults. So the mornings are, uh, we have a team that facilitates essentially a debriefing of the field experience with the adults and the kids get their version of that. And, you know, probably one of the most surprising things that people don't think about is when, and it happens every time at a retreat where the husband and wife look at us and they say, you know what? This is the first time we've sat together in a oh, church right. service 
and worshiped in our own language in a year or in two years or, or whatever it is, you know, or, or this is the first time we do a date night for them, one, one of the nights. So this is the first time we've been on a date in nine months. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's sort of the forgotten side of it is that if you don't know some, anyone in a foreign land, you're not necessarily going to entrust your kids to them, which means that, you know, you're not as a family you're not having that husband lifetime and you need that to be able to withstand the stress, the intercultural stress and stress of living on the field. Right. So we help debrief that. And, and then in the afternoons we give them essentially free time as a family, but they can seek us out for pastoral care. Or we bring counselors along and, and that sort of thing. So in a sense, you're giving these families a, a, a well needed and deserved vacation with tender, loving care. And yes. an opportunity to, um, you know, share their hearts and, and receive prayer and just talk about their concerns. So it's awesome. Yes. And, and, we've, and we've seen it, it over and over again, um, how God uses it to restore and, and, and speak to, provide for. He, he just meets our needs and their needs, and we're trying to do it. The next one would be in 2020, we're going to be in Cape Town, uh, South Africa, with some of our missionaries there that are serving in Africa. So we're looking forward to that. John, how long have you been actually with Global Outreach yourself? I joined in June 2011. Okay. Yeah. So, so, okay, eight years. Cool. So Global Outreach, you're based outside of Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, You you were mentioning 48 countries. Um, Just until recently, you weren't heavily involved in the United States. Um, What, why is the United States is important as uh, Ecuador and India and all those other places? And, and, and do you have a special approach that you're going to be taking in America for those who aren't feeling? Maybe someone's listening there and feeling called, John, to become a missionary, but not jumping up and down to go to a third world country or somewhere else. Um, what kind of opportunities the global outreach afford those missionaries here in America? Sure. You know, it's, a complete mental model shift for us as the church. You know, I think sometimes we think, oh, mission mission or missionary, that's something that happens in a foreign land. And, you know, that's only for special people. And I think, I mean, that's what I grew up with, you know, in the church. That, you know, missionaries come speak, and they were serving in Thailand or, you know, somewhere in Asia or, you know, in China, something like that. And what, what I hope the church is realizing, number one, that, we're all called to go and make disciples. That wasn't something just for a special group of people. Jesus said, go and make disciples, and that's for all of us. And which means that I mean, not all of us can, can up and move somewhere, whether it's within the U.S. or around the world. So that really the implication of that is that, okay, God, today I'm supposed to be walking on mission with you and sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is doing, whether it's at my job or in my neighborhood. So that, that's one factor is if we can begin to think of ourselves on mission and, you know, obediently fulfilling the Great Commission where we live, number one. And then from there, realizing that uh, God has brought the nations to the U.S. You know, we hear a lot about immigration. We hear a lot about, you know, all these different things. Look around you with the diverse community. Yesterday I was, I was in Memphis um, at, at REI in Memphis and saw so many different cultures just represented in one store. 
of the nations have come to us, and and, and it would be it would be crazy. <laughs> it really would for for the nations and us not to engage them in mission. And you know, actually, Steve, yesterday, Chris Childs, uh, part of your Eight Days of Hope team, one of your leaders, uh, we're in Sunday school together in Tupelo, and he was sharing about the recent trip to um, to Oklahoma and Arkansas, and he was talking about the gospel opportunities. He said, you know, we do we do rebuild homes, we do rapid response, we do that, guys, but I do this for the gospel opportunities. And how can we not? think that engaging people in mission and sharing the gospel, especially through an organization like Eight Days of Hope or another U.S.-based opportunity, mm-hmm. is mission. I mean, that, that's crazy. So, I mean, but it's hard to reframe that mental model. So as far as opportunities are concerned, obviously Eight Days of Hope, you know, our, you know, our national headquarters are, you know, next to each other. We have the partnership. We want to see more people engaging the entire U.S. in mission, number one. But we have other ministries that are U.S.-based ministries. We have some in Alaska that are doing pastoral training. We have, you know, some in in North Carolina that are they're doing a Hispanic church plant. But it's essentially why partner with Global Outreach. Well, if you have a vision, you have a, a God-given vision for mission, and you need support, training, and help with the financial mechanism, the fundraising of that. To make that happen, we want you to go and do what God's calling you to do. Globaloutreach.org, globaloutreach.org for more information about Global Outreach. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiello here on Hope Reigns. We're talking to John Darnell, who's the uh, interim CEO of Global Outreach. John, we're going to take a break here in a minute. Um, but Mike, just very quickly, Western New York, I mean, refugees from around yes. the world here, to John's point, um, the world has come to us. Yeah, I mean, our our... our <laughs> I suppose what we hear, people, our borders are open, that people are coming in, and we do need to see and meet those needs. And, John, I was, I was just, just thinking as you were sharing, do we actually place a missionary in, say, some small community, attach them to a church and put them to work? Is that one of the, the things that happens through global outreach? You know, ideally, the local church is is seeing the needs around them, you know, discipling people within the body to, to send out as missionaries. Um, you know, sometimes at church, I, I think we've done a good job of, of maybe raising up and sending somebody to Africa or South America. What I would love to see the church do, you know, the churches in Memphis, to, to be looking around them at the needs that, you know, there's a large um, you know, different populations around, international populations, and sending you know, sending their own own church members out yeah, into those communities. Yeah, I like right. that. You know? I like that, John. My son belongs to a church in New Philadelphia, Ohio, and they're very big, his church and their group of churches that they're tied to about sending their own and then supporting them 100% along the way. He was in town this weekend. I was talking to him. It's kind of refreshing. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Thanks, John, um, for for sharing that. Um, Appreciate that. Exciting segment. John Darnell with uh, Global Outreach with us today. Um, Again, you've got a week left to go to 8daysofhope.com and check out the opportunity to serve in Buffalo, New York. That happens, starts next weekend. If you live locally, 
Your first full day of volunteering is next Saturday the 20th, so you want to go to the website and check that out. I want to thank some of our partners like Niagara Gutter, uh, Brad Klein and, and the friends at Niagara Gutter. Uh, they're going to be with us serving those in need right here in the inner city, uh, and they're going to be giving back to the community. But, hey, if you need any kind of gutter work to your house, uh, look no further. Uh, give Brad a call, uh, Brad Klein at Niagara Gutter right here in western New York. You've been listening to Hope Reigns this morning. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiala with you on this beautiful Saturday morning. Hope you're doing well. We're going to come back here in just a minute and talk with John Darnell of Global Outreach. Again, you're listening to Hope Reigns here on WDCX. Niagara Gutter loves the Western New York community. They've been serving residential and commercial clients here since 1962. Their team of trained professionals is focused on providing customers with the absolute best service and quality possible. Niagara Gutter takes pride in going above and beyond your expectations. That's why they're trusted by the best in the business. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau for 15 consecutive years, an A rating with Angie's List for 12 consecutive years, and were awarded the Angie's List Super Service Award for three years straight. Let Niagara Gutter service your home. Check out their website at niagara-gutter.com to read reviews of their service, or call them today for an estimate at 695-3500. Mention 8 Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Niagara Gutter. Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Have you ever felt a kindred spirit with another person, church, or ministry? You know when there's that instant connection with their heart and values? Hey friends, this is Pete Jankowski, lead pastor of Life Church Buffalo. Like so many of you, we became super fans of Eight Days of Hope the moment we were introduced to them. I mean, how can you not? They make God's agenda number one which is to bring hope, love, and restoration to others. That totally resonates with the heart of Life Church. Maybe some of you have yet to make that kind of connection with a local church family. If so, then I'm here to give you a big invitation to check out Life Church this Sunday. Our desire is to make room for people at every stage of belief, to be a community that experiences God every time we're together, to grow our faith in accessible ways, and, like Eight Days of Hope, to devote ourselves to bring the hope and love of Jesus to our world so that those far from God may be brought closer to Him. For service times and information, head over to lifechurchbuffalo.com because everyone can get in on this. Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country loving and serving families by helping them rebuild their homes for free after a natural disaster. Now, Eight Days of Hope is launching a new initiative called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo. This eight-day outreach will be serving 100 families with the repairs of their homes in the University District in the city of Buffalo. From July 19th to July 26th, you'll have a chance to experience Eight Days of Hope with your friends and volunteers from around the country. Please go to 8daysofhope.com to learn more about this outreach. Eight Days of Hope is a family-friendly ministry. There'll be something for everyone to do. We need skilled volunteers who know how to paint, do carpentry work, roofing, flooring, plumbing, and electrical work as well. We'll also need less skilled volunteers to help with landscaping, cleanup, and with our feeding team. Eight Days of Hope Buffalo from July 19th to the 26th. Come and serve with us for at least three full days and enjoy a free day the following week at Kingdom Bound at Six Flags Darien Lake. Again, for more information, go to 8daysofhope.com. This is Hope Reigns. To join the conversation, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Welcome back to Hope Rain. Steve Tiber, Mike Fial with you this morning here on WDCX. Uh, John Darnell, who's the interim CEO of Global 
Outreach, an organization in Northeast Mississippi that comes alongside my 280 yes. missionaries. Oh, in 48 countries. 280 missionaries that's, in 48 countries. That's I, crazy. How do you, that's I, crazy awesome. I, I love it. I love <laughs> it. Uh, go to their website, globaloutreach.org, but maybe God has spoken to you recently. Uh, or maybe for decades, and you've kind of resisted his call, where he's he's suggesting to you uh, with a big ass that he he wants you on the front lines That's for right. Jesus, and, right. and maybe you've considered becoming a missionary. Uh, we'd love for you to go to the website globaloutreach.org and learn more about uh, this organization that works with the church. And I'm going right. to go there first. Right. Uh, we're with John Darnell. John, uh, thanks again for, for being with us this morning. So you you are not necessarily a sending organization, and, and, and I put sending with the quotes around it. Sure. You really work with missionaries and their local church. Why is that important in the big picture? Yeah. You know, Steve, biblically, if you look through the New Testament and you see missions, you look at Acts, you see Paul's letters, you know, you see that all that the church is doing, it's the church that's the sender. It's the church identifying those they're going to lay hands on and send out, you know, as they do with Paul and Barnabas. So we have no interest in in replacing the biblical role that, you know, the church is playing. We, because of our field experience and intercultural experience, you know, working working around the world, we, we feel like we have a unique skill set to offer the local church in partnerships. Maybe, you know, we know visa situations, learning language, what it's like to move to another country and not know anyone, you know, how to, how to go through cultural stress and come out on the other side looking more like Jesus. So we, we have that experience, but it's the local church that is discipling lifting up, yes. sending out, encouraging. And so if that partnership is really, really important because, um, you know, because we can't do it alone, and the missionaries certainly can't go without a church. Right. So it's the three of us all coming together to do it biblically. So, John, what, what is the, the number one challenge for a missionary outside of America? It, what is the, the one prayer request or one thing that global outreach really has to come alongside the missionaries that are in Ecuador or India or in Africa somewhere? You know, just from my own personal experience, and maybe this isn't everyone's challenge, but it would be working from rest and not for rest. So, Can you repeat that, John? Yes, working from rest and not for rest. My, so my Mike's looking at me and he's shaking his head like, "What does he mean?" <laughs> help me, John! Uh, help me! Help me! Uh, I need another cup of coffee for that one. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, really, the the invitation that that Jesus puts before us in, in John 15 is to abide in Him. And in Hebrews 4, we see the writer of Hebrews say, you know, that the, in the Old Testament, the, the Israelites didn't enter that rest. They entered the Promised Land with Joshua, but we have the opportunity to enter that rest. So something that was life-changing, and I was already off the field. I was already back in the home office by the time I learned this. And I thought, oh, my goodness, if I could go back sure. and just, you know, you feel we're, we're raised as kids to believe that we have to, to, to work really hard to do good things for our parents to be proud of us. So it's a very, you know, American thing. And the reality is that once we come to know Christ, and we're forgiven of our sins. When our Father looks at us, He looks at us the same way as He looks at Jesus, as we see in the Gospels after Jesus' baptism. Mm-hmm. And He says, this is my Son with whom I'm well pleased. That's right. 
So there are missionaries waking up around the world right now. And my hope would be that they don't think they have to go and do something today to earn God's approval or their church's approval. That they would be working from a place of rest, that it is well with their soul, that they're accepting their love because the reality is missionary work is so hard and maybe you're not going to see fruit for years that if you get your identity out of that fruit, like you're working for rest, you might not ever find it or see it. Hmm. But if you're working from a place of, you know, that God loves you, that he's proud of you regardless of if you mess it up today. Amen. And, and you go and do it and leave the results to him. Sure. I would say for me, that was the biggest struggle. So working from a place of rest, not working to earn it or, or get rest one day. And, and that's a good word, Mike. Yeah. I, you know, pr- probably you as well. You know, some of our trips that right. we're working from, you know, five in the morning to 11 at <laughs> night and, and sneaking away for four or five hours. Uh, it, it physically wears you down. It does, and, yeah. and and that's when we stumble too. Our, you know, we don't extend as much grace and as much love when when we have an edge about us because sure. we are not rested. Yeah, but when I when I'm hearing though, I mean that that's freedom. If you're in that pocket of of rest and you're operating out of that, even your physical body that gets tired and sometimes cranky will find a a. a, a, a a moment or an operation of peace in your life because it's Christ in us that is our hope of glory. It's Christ in us that gives us the strength and energy. And I, I think of, I was just thinking of Jesus as you were talking, John, that he's walking the face of the earth. He's, he's, he's ministering. He's got his uh, disciples around him. He's going, he's going, he's going, kind of like Steve, always going. <laughs> but no, but, but then, but the motivation and the rest within his soul and the spirit and his body you it, it just it's a motivating factor that just keeps you going because you're in that pocket of rest and and jesus will say okay stop now get a good night's sleep how many times you know you get maybe only four hours but mm-hmm. it's like you got eight because you're in his rest i love what you just said john that's awesome and you know it's it's a it's a like you said it's a piece it's a hey you know jesus says abide in me you know and, and to be with him, he doesn't, and he says he'll bear the fruit. So the reason we can rest spiritually is because it depends on him, and the reason that That's we right. can rest physically is because it all depends on him. And, it, and just being reminded, we have to remind ourselves of that because we can trick ourselves into thinking, especially as missionaries going to places where the gospel that we know of hasn't been, we feel like it all depends on us. Hmm. And the reality is that's just not true. Love it. You're listening to Hope Reigns here on WDCX, a program of Eight Days of Hope. We're talking to John Darnell. He's the CEO, uh, interim CEO at Global Outreach. You can learn more about them at globaloutreach.org. Global Outreach partners with Eight Days of Hope. I think we have roughly 24 missionaries that are serving with Eight Days of Hope. I say full-time because it is full-time plus plus more. Um, And and Global Outreach has been a a great partner for us. Um, One of the things you you touched on a couple of minutes ago, and I think the the audience, the listeners, and, and I, and us, we need to absorb this. No matter how great Eight Days of Hope Buffalo is, Mike, I mean, we're not going to be perfect, right? That's right. I mean, things are going to happen. A voucher is going to be frustrated. A family in need. Um, you know, there might be a challenge along the way. Right. But no matter what we do, God's love for us does not change. Always with us. Never leaves us. And it's those moments that we are in that frustrating moment that we just need to stop and pause and look up and say, okay, God, you placed me here. 
uh, we're here and work us through this. And he will. And John brought up the missionaries, you know, and, and, and I'm telling you, there are times that I feel like I, I could be working, serving yeah. 23 hours a day, then right. get a cat nap and, 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 oh, by the way, you're married and you have kids and you have a house you have to maintain and your bills have to be paid and you got to pay attention to your retirement fund for once in a while and you've got mm-hmm. these doctor appointments. And yet missionaries, John, sometimes fall into that trap that, you know, I've got to go that extra step again and again and again. And sometimes they forget about their own journey and those around them. Is it, Do you see that a lot? And, and how do you coach someone when they fall into that trap? Yes. And, and you described it so well, Steve, what just well said with the reality of ministry is never going to stop. The needs are never going to stop. So what do we do in response to that? Um, Mark 1, is someone showed me from Mark 1, where Jesus goes to Peter's mother-in-law's house. He heals his mother-in-law. Other people were healed. And so the next day, the line is forming, as you can imagine, for people to be healed, right? Sure. And mm-hmm. so Peter's looking around, and he can't find Jesus. And he looks, and he looks, and he looks, and he's like, oh, man. I mean, you can imagine the, the, the frustration. Come on, man. Yeah. Let's go, man. Right, where are you, Jesus? We're open for business. Let's do this. That's right. We finally figured this out. And he finally finds Jesus, who's alone in a desolate place wow. with the Father. And wow. and he says, Jesus, what are you doing? There, there are people expecting you to heal, because that's what you did yesterday, so that's what you're supposed to do today. And Jesus says, let's go to a different place. And he doesn't heal those people. Right. So, guys, think about the implications of that. There are people that died that Jesus could have healed, and he didn't. So Jesus, all-powerful, could have healed everybody. He could have. He could have done that, and he didn't do it. And, John, there's always another trip you could go on. There's always That's an, right. There's always another family we could serve, Mike. That's right. Um, there's always another church that you can go help their worship team take a step forward. I mean, it doesn't end, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't end. You know, I look back at my corporate career, John, and I traveled a boatload. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that I have almost 2 million miles wow. with an airline. Wow. Um, you know, just nonstop. Now, I didn't miss any of my kids' games and the recitals, and but you look back, and, and for what? I mean, I wanted to do my job in excellence. It was very important to me to honor the person that hired me and um, and, and again, I'm not saying I have regrets, but there's always another customer you can land. There's always another right. person out there that needs help with their home. There's always another uh, organization, Mike, that could use your right. talents. Yeah. When let's kind of come to an end here, John. When when do you say no, or when? How do you figure out when you it's need a to, you need to slow down or yeah. take that break? Yeah, that's that's a great question. You know. Um, Pete Scazzaro, he's a pastor actually in New York, and he's written Emotionally Healthy Spirituality and, and some of those different things. But he says, taking a Sabbath expresses your trust in God. Mm. So think about that. That's huge. The reason that I can take a Sabbath, that I can just take 24 hours once a week where, where I'm stepping away from email and stepping away from the demands of ministry what I'm saying is, you know what, God, it's actually yours. You've got this. You're good enough to handle <laughs> right, it for 24 right. hours. I love it. While, while I step away. And so I would say that first is understanding God has it, so mentally we have to get there. And then 
it's if you're married, you know, with kids, it's the it's setting those boundaries yes. and expectations with your family so that you're home when you're home and you're not burning yourself out, right. you know, and not, you know, you need to be able to respond well to your kids. So setting up some of those warning signs of, hey, I'm not responding to my wife like I should as a husband. Mm. I'm not mentally able. I don't have the capacity to play and level my kids and listen to them as they deserve. Those should be some warning signs that, wait a second, maybe I need to step back because I'm not doing my first ministry, which is my family. Wow. So I would That's say those huge. would be a couple John, I love you, brother. You've got such a <laughs> hey, great you heart. Too. You're you're not only wise, but man, you have you're such a servant though. If if the listeners knew John like I know John, and I'm probably not your closest friend, but John, you you know, you are so man, it's it's all about loving and serving others with you, brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate appreciate Emily and um, your family, the whole crew at, at Global Outreach. Uh, for more information about Global Outreach, if they go to your website, is there anything else that they should be looking for on your website if they're interested in partnering with Global Outreach? You know, if they're interested in partnering with Global Outreach, one of the unique things about Global is that we're a 100% pass-through organization, which means that any dollar you give goes to a missionary. So if you today wanted to type in Eight Days of Hope into our search box and look at one of those 24 Eight Days of Hope missionaries and you want to give, you can give knowing that 100% of that goes to an Eight Days of Hope missionary. Mm-hmm. At the same time, if the reality is we also have to fundraise as a home office right. as an organization to do right. our part of that. So if you said, you know what, I want to give the global outreach, which means that my gift is being multiplied into 280 missionaries in 48 countries around Ooh, the world. I like that. You know, please give and support the Home Office of Global Outreach and know that your gift is going to help missionaries thrive and be a gospel witness in 48 countries. John Darnell, thank you so much, brother. We love you. Uh, Father, we thank you for John. We thank you for Global Outreach, Father. Uh, Be with these 280 missionaries today. Father, I pray that they know when to move and when to be still. Father, give them wisdom, protection, them and their families. Uh, Father, we pray for the health not only of the missionary teams that are out serving you today in these 48 countries, but the staff at Global Outreach. And Father, as John sits in this role, maybe temporary, Father, I just pray that you would give him the wisdom and and guide him, Father, as he leads a staff Mm -hmm. who is serving these 280 families, Father. Uh, I'm honored, Father, that you have allowed me to be a friend of John and his bride and his family and the team down there. But, Father, I just pray that if a listener today is feeling drawn Mm -hmm. to to touching 280 missionaries with one prayer, with one donation, that they would take the time to do that today. Yes. Today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Love you, John. Thank you, Steve. Love you too, brother. God bless you, you, man. Oh, yes. Enjoyed that so much. John Darnell with Global Outreach. Go to globaloutreach.org on this Saturday morning. We'll, we'll, we'll reflect here in a minute. I know we went a little bit long here, Mike, on our conversation with John, but a lot of wisdom there. So much depth there. I mean, I was, he needs a, I would like to see him do uh, classes or yes. seminars for um, leaders, pastors. I mean, we all get caught up into this. We do. That we, we don't know when to, to, to break it off. And how many marriages have gone off yeah. because our kids, our children don't even want to follow Christ because we, sure. You know, we, and, and, you know, we just Good make point. the mistake of trying to get it all done ourselves. So, what yeah, wisdom. We treat life like a sprint, and sometimes we need to grab a glass of water and just take a break. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's good. Steve Tiber with Mike Fiello. Listen to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. want to thank Life Church, Niagara Gutter, and Kingdom Bound, some of our partners. We'll be back here in just a moment. 
Kingdom Bound 2019. New York's largest Christian music festival is coming to Darien Lake Theme Park July 28th through the 31st for four amazing days. Experience the best in Christian music with For King and Country, Crowder, Bethel Music, Danny Gokey, Passion Music, and dozens more artists and speakers this summer at Kingdom Bound. Camp on grounds or commute each day and experience all the festival has to offer for the entire family. Find out more and register today at kingdombound.org. That's kingdombound.org. This crazy 2019 winter has done some serious damage to many roofs and gutters across Western New York. If you're one of the homeowners who have been affected, repair your storm damage and prevent future damage with Niagara Gutter, Western New York's premier gutter experts. With almost 60 years of service in the Buffalo community, they provide the absolute best quality gutters and service in the area with incredible prices. Niagara Gutter is dedicated to serving the Western New York community and has excelled not only at serving its customers, but also the community it serves. They work local, help local, and give local. That's why they've partnered with organizations like Eight Days of Hope and the Buffalo City Mission. Call Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Or check out their website at niagara-gutter.com. Niagara Gutter, Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country loving and serving families by helping them rebuild their homes for free after a natural disaster. Now, Eight Days of Hope is launching a new initiative called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo. This eight-day outreach will be serving 100 families with the repairs of their homes in the University District in the city of Buffalo. From July 19th to July 26th, you'll have a chance to experience Eight Days of Hope with your friends and volunteers from around the country. Please go to 8daysofhope.com to learn more about this outreach. 8 Days of Hope is a family-friendly ministry. There'll be something for everyone to do. We need skilled volunteers who know how to paint, do carpentry work, roofing, flooring, plumbing, and electrical work as well. We'll also need less skilled volunteers to help with landscaping, cleanup, and with our feeding team. 8 Days of Hope Buffalo from July 19th to the 26th. Come and serve with us for at least three full days and enjoy a free day the following week at Kingdom Bound at Six Flags Darien Lake. Again, for more information, go to 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiello back with you on this Saturday morning. Um, so thankful for John Darnell. Uh, Mike, will come back to him in a minute. But you've got about 48 hours left, less than that. If you want to come to 8 Days of Hope Buffalo, you need to sign up. Uh, you need to do that today or tomorrow. Tomorrow at midnight it ends. But uh, 8 Days of Hope Buffalo, for more information, go to our website, watch the promotional video, read the FAQs. You need to volunteer for at least two full days. Mm. And some of the questions we got last week, Mike, at some of the local churches, we had our volunteer leaders at multiple churches, uh, is, hey, man, can I, can I come at 11 in the morning? Um, no. We know that we might not be the best <laughs> fit for everybody, but no, our local volunteers, it starts at 7 in the morning. That's right. And uh, we'll be done at 4.30. We're going to feed you real well. You'll be a uh, part of worship and devotion first thing in the morning. You go through orientation. But we do ask for two full days. It's family-friendly. It's free. We'll give you a couple great-looking T-shirts. If you come for three days, we'll give you a ticket to Kingdom Bound. Again, more information, go to 8dayshope.com. John Darnell, Mike. I'm telling you, I, I just learned so much about missions that I, 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 I never knew. I mean, we're always thinking, you know, missionary, you're overseas, that's it. 
he brought up something about the local church. And mm-hmm. I think pastors and leaders in churches probably need to speak more on this if you feel called and, and put it out there. And then if you feel called to be a missionary, whether it is overseas or in your own community, then you can partner with global outreach and they'll get you pointed in the right direction. So it's really the local churches. Am I hearing right? Yeah. That will, have, will call people out to and, and challenge them. Yep. To respond to the and call. encourage them and pray for them and, and maybe financially support them. I'm going to I'm going to we've only got a couple minutes. And I'm going to get a little messy here, which I normally try to avoid. You know what the number one question I'm asked by a staff member of a church in America about sponsoring eight days of hope missionaries? What, it, what it, is that? The, the question is, we support missionaries around the world. Uh, we don't do anything in America. And, and they almost act like. You know, we've had we've had multiple missionaries on our team saying their church won't support them because unless you're going to a third world country, um, their focus is internationally. And so let's finish there. Why America, Mike? Why should the church in America support missionaries sharing the gospel in America? Because no one's doing it <laughs> in a sense. And I hate to sound like that and sound messy, like you said. Like I myself had many opportunities to go overseas, but I always had that thing in the back of my head when you walk. Go, go down to the, the, the inner city of Buffalo or any place. Yeah, city and, mission, right? Well, yes, the homeless, yes, hearts of the homeless. Reach out, um, you, you open uh, open your eyes and see what is really needed. In our own communities, it doesn't need to be in, in the inner city. You can be in, in our area, Williamsville, New York. Sure. And there was a guy recently that they found um, passed away. I know, in, in a, homeless it, it was a, yep. Yeah, homeless. I mean, reach out, reach out and yeah. answer the call. If you sit on a staff of a local church, I would challenge you in with a soft, soft, small C. So I'm not going to get in your grill. I promise you, that's not who I am anymore. I'm not going to be that aggressive on that. But but I want to encourage you to to look at Scripture and see where it says that you should support missionaries to go globally, but not in your own backyard. Wow. You know the need in America, in in these big cities. You know, my wife and I recently went to New York City. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Absolutely. The, I mean, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Now, we went to a church called Hillsong in okay. New York City. Uh, Carl Lentz was preaching that day. And, and I loved his simple message about making an impact in the largest city in the world. Okay. And, and so, it, you know, it's a balance. Again, I'm not against any, anybody feeling passionate about going. I mean, God's called us to go to the nations. Right. But Absolutely. America is a nation as well. That's right. So let's not miss our own opportunity yeah. to, to solely focus on jumping on an airplane to go yeah. somewhere else. Absolutely. I, years ago, I remember going to New York City and teaming up with a church that was, went in to feed people. Um, nice. by the missions that were down there. And we got our guitars and we're playing in the street and all of a sudden you looked up and people were hanging out their windows because everything's so close. And oh, they're singing yeah. along with us. They're clapping hands. Oh, Come on down for a sandwich. We're talking and, and, and it was like a prayer fest. I mean, you find love yourself it. praying with people and love sharing it. the gospel. Love it. That was in our city, New Let's York love City. It. Thank you, Mike. Another week. Well, next week we will be live. I'm excited for what's happening. We, we will be in at Elam <laughs> Christian Fellowship off Amherst Street. That's going to be our headquarters. And uh, so excited for eight days of Hope Buffalo again today and tomorrow. That's it. But um, thank you, John Darnell, Global Outreach. Yes. Again, for more information, go to globaloutreach.org. 
pick out a missionary. You know, some of us sponsor these compassion kids, which is the right thing to do. But pick out a missionary and sponsor them for $38 a month. That's right. Um, you have 280 to choose from. But thank you again, Mike. Great, Good to be great with morning. you. Looking forward to uh, Eight Days of Hope, Buffalo. I know. It's right around the corner. I want to thank our partners again, Life Church down in West Seneca, Pastor Pete. Actually, Pastor Pete, I believe, is going to be bringing the word. Thursday night. Next Thursday night yeah, uh, right. at Elam Christian Fellowship. So mm-hmm. if you go to Life Church and you want to support your pastor, come to, come to Elam Christian Fellowship next Thursday at 7 o'clock. And uh, who's doing worship that night? I have that one slot open, okay. and I've got a phone call out. I can't get the name out <laughs> okay. until I get a okay. confirmation. Okay. But she did say she wanted to be a part of it. Days right. of Hope. Well, Father, thank you for this morning. God bless John Darnell and Global Outreach, Lord, for all they do across the world. Thank you for Mike and the team as they get ready to serve next week and leaders, and all the leaders coming in from around the country. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless Amen. you, Mike. You've been listening too. this morning to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We'll talk to you next Saturday again. Today and tomorrow, if you want to volunteer, we're looking for painters and roofers at 8 Days of Hope Buffalo. God bless you. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com. No matter what others think of us, or what we think of ourselves. We are beautiful to God. Welcome to today's encouragement from Our Daily Bread. Our reading is titled, Beautiful to God, and it was written by Leslie Coe. When Denise began dating her boyfriend, she attempted to maintain a slim figure and dress stylishly, believing she would be more attractive to him in that way. After all, it was what all the women's magazines advised, It was only much later that she discovered what he really thought. I liked you just as much when you were heavier and didn't worry about what you wore. Denise realized then how subjective beauty was. Our view of beauty is so easily influenced by others. It's often focused on the external, forgetting the value of inner beauty. But God sees us.